You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. My friend has an addiction. Sometimes I want to help. Sometimes I'm mad at them. Is that normal? Let's get into it.
Bridge Loud. We are with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. And the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. We're carbonated with rock. It's the most effervescent show on radio, that much we can guarantee. We are answering a question that came in to the bridge loud at gmail.com, where you're welcome to write in your own questions. This week's question says, my friend has an addiction. Sometimes I want to help. Sometimes I'm mad at them. Is that normal? And Glenn, a, a great question. I'd love to get you to start us off because, as we often mention on the show, uh, in the three of us in our day job, we work with a lot of people who are on both sides of the situation. We work with the people who have the addiction and the people who are have loved ones who are seeing struggle with this. And where do we start with this kind of emotional roller coaster? Well, yeah, we can we can relate. We, uh, as you mentioned, we work with people coming out of addiction, and it can be frustrating. There's lots of ups and downs, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, this is not going to be a smooth upward ride of uh, you know perfect behavior. That's not what recovering from addiction is all about. And it's natural that you want to help, and and we think that it's great that you want to help. Let's take a moment to just celebrate. You want to be a help uh, to this person, and that is a good thing, and and we celebrate that within you. Uh, I think what we want to do is to take that desire to help and make it a a solid long-term thing as opposed to a immediate jump on top of it and try and do a bunch of stuff kind of thing. Uh, Because sometimes we get into that help mode where it's maybe a little pushy, maybe we're running ahead of the person because we've been waiting for them to get in this state for a long time. Uh, So being able to take that step-by-step and be wise about it, about the help that we give is really important. That's a great place to start that off. And, Jed, let me get you to pick us up there because I think Glenn is exactly right that there are going to be a lot of things and a lot of emotions when you're dealing with someone who is in a big kind of problem, which drug addiction certainly is. And how do we do, take some more steps towards managing those big swings? If I want to hug them one level, one moment, I want to strangle them the next, what do we do with that? Well, you know, I think that we want to acknowledge that your feelings make sense. Um, they, they really do. Whether or not they can give you insight is another matter, but, but the feelings, you come by them honestly. Here are the questions that people don't ask very often when they start thinking about help. Uh, here's the first one. Uh, does the other person want help? And do they want your help? Uh, going along with that, are they ready for help? Do you know the kind of help that they need? Um, and it's... None of those are meant for you to feel bad about yourself or look down on yourself. Those are questions that actually all of us need to be asking uh, when we we think about helping other people. And they're important because if we don't, it's easy to get into a place where we are mad and frustrated and our friend is mad and frustrated. No one has been helped. No one has been supported. No one is better off. There's just more anger and frustration in the world. That's not good for anybody. The question we need to look at is how do we actually support them and put that good desire to help into a healthy place? That is indeed a great question, and that is where we will pick it up when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud.
We are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Rock soda, it's got minerals. Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. New cherry explosion rock soda will take you to the next level, the pit. <laughs> man, there's somebody who's cleaning a lot of cherry-flavored vomit out of this rock soda club we've invented here, but that's just the way things go. The way things go is also that we answer a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, my friend has an addiction. Sometimes I want to help. Sometimes I'm mad at them. Is that normal? And Glenn, we talked in that last segment about just the, the emotions you're going to feel when someone's you know doing harm to themselves, and we know that very well. Jed gave us, I think, a very important word to look at there, which is support. And we may do better to focus on support than trying to fix someone, right? Absolutely right. Uh, you know, we have to understand where our, our ability uh, our, our, to affect this begins and ends. You know, I think it's important to recognize how much input and, and say-so we have in this and, and start by recognizing no one can be forced into sobriety. It just doesn't work that way. We can't uh, take you and, and, and do a series of actions to where you are now going to be living clean and sober. So our power is really limited, and I think that can make us feel powerless in that situation and feel like we, 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 we don't have enough say-so over this to have an impact. But the truth is we can have an impact, especially if we focus on support rather than trying to control what's going on. That's a really, really great point. And, Jed, let me get you to pick us up there because... Anyone who is in a situation that is trying to help someone who has an addiction problem, by our observation, is going to hit a moment where they point up to, they run up on exactly what Glenn's talking about there. Of you try to help someone or make them see something and they refuse, then you kind of have two options of how you can go with that, neither of which that you're going to be tempted to are all that great, right? That's absolutely right. When you come up against the hard truth that you cannot force another person into sobriety, uh, the first thing that you're likely to look at is, well, I just give up. Uh, this is a hopeless situation, and I'm hopeless about it, and they are a hopeless person, and just all is despair. And that's not true. Um, you know, as, as folks who, who've uh, been a support to a lot of folks in addiction over a long period of time, man, there's always hope. There's absolutely always hope. But the other thing that it can tempt us to do is... Uh, to just double down on kind of browbeating and speech making and sermonizing and you know no I am going to force you to live a new sober clean life and I'm just going to talk twice as loud and twice as fast if that's what it takes and of course that's just going to make things worse because you, uh, you can't force people into sobriety and um, they don't appreciate being yelled at so if we remove the options of just giving up and giving into despair and getting loud and freaking out, if we, if we take those off the table, I think we are left with a tough question, which is, what else is there? And that's the thing we need to look at. I think that is the perfect question to take us in to the rest of the show, and we will pick it up there when we come back right here on The Bridge Lounge. When
here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Rock soda now in new reverse energy flavor. It's fortified with real turkey juice. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever that turkey juice salesman is, he's doing a great job. He's getting all the juices. Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. I know you all know this about me, but I would drink that. (laughs) I would drink that. We know. So this show has taken on a confessional element as we move to our question for the week, which is, my friend has an addiction. Sometimes I want to help. Sometimes I'm mad at them. Is that normal? And Glenn, uh, Jed's admission that he would drink a tryptophan-infused soda brings us to back to our question of, how do you support someone who is intent on engaging in self-destructive behavior? Well, in that last segment, we ruled out yelling at them until they do better because that's not going to work and just giving up because things will never get better because that's not going to work. What does that yeah. leave us with, though? Well, it, yeah, we've all tried those things. I, I think what we're left with is uh, two things. First of all, boundaries. Boundaries is super important. All healthy relationships involve boundaries. But in this case, when you know people are dealing with something that's life-controlling for them, it's important to set those strict boundaries so that you're not getting into enabling behavior. And that's what we're trying to avoid here. Uh, Helping and and enabling are on the opposite ends of the stick. So uh, setting boundaries is how we avoid that enabling and make sure we are helping. Uh, We get them in a position where they have to make a healthy choice and then we're there to support them in that moment rather than them dragging us into an unhealthy place where we're enabling them. I think the second thing is patience. Uh, Addictions involves ups and downs. It involves backslides. It it, it involves uh, periods of struggle where you have to deal with what what is at the root of this addiction. What have I destroyed because of this addiction? Uh, And it's, it's a bumpy road. So I think whatever we can do to have patience with that process as they go through those up and downs will be key. I think that's a really, really great point and excellent concepts to engage in there. And Jed, if we were going to put some more concrete examples to how one might show both boundaries and patience with someone, what would some of those be? Uh, boundaries is is pretty straightforward in a lot of cases. You cannot borrow $1,000 from me. Um, I don't have it, but even if I did, you can't borrow it. Um, no, you can't uh, just take my car. No, you can't live rent-free in my apartment. Um, you know, the, the the answer to those kind of requests is no, as, as Glenn says, because ultimately that would cause you to cause harm to yourself, and I'm, I'm not going to support that. On the patient side of thing, I think it really boils down to consistently and gently communicating to this other person, I love you, I believe in you. And uh, whenever you are ready to make a change, I will cheer you on every step of the way. Um, that may involve uh, practical things like driving you to a meeting. Um, that may just, you know, uh, sending you a text that says, I believe in you, you can do it. But I've got your back. I believe in you whenever you are ready to make that change. I think it's a very, very good point because when people who are new to boundaries look at that, oftentimes the mistake they can make is thinking the boundary setting moment is the time for the big speech where they really get this person to do something. And you really do have to combine that with patience. These guys gave you a lot of great stuff on that. And we'll pick it up right there when we come back on the Bridge Lounge.
Bridge Loud. Hey, this is Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. We are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Rock Soda, check out our new Bridge Loud edition, now with extra high-pressure cans. It'll soak you in energy. (laughs) (laughs) Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. I do like the idea of a can that is over-carbonated so that yeah. it explodes when you try and open yeah, it. That's it's awesome. Like, it's really in your face. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Just shaking on the shelf. Do you dare try the rock soda? <laughs> We're answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com, where you're welcome to write in your own questions. This week's question says, my friend has an addiction. Sometimes I want to help. Sometimes I'm mad at them. Is that normal? Now, of course, when you're covered in the sweet, sticky energy that is rock soda, you're going to need something to uh, get that off yourself. Luckily, we have a product for that as well. A little bit of secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, combined, the three of us, and certainly you as an individual, have a lot, a lot of experience around people who are on this journey of recovery. And it's a long one, and it's a bumpy and up and down. So what are the kind of things you would tell someone who has a loved one who's on that journey to uh, help let them be a help in that process, not a hindrance? Well, very early on in, in any sort of 12-step program that you're looking at, they're going to be talking about a higher power. Uh, this idea that, you know, if you had the power to overcome your addiction, you would have already done it. You need a power greater than your, yourself to restore you to sanity. Uh, for us, in our work, we do Christian ministry, so we're helping people uh, find a relationship with God and allowing that to give them the strength to make these huge, tough changes. If you want to help somebody uh, that's dealing with addiction, figuring out how to connect them with that higher power and and you getting involved in that and kind of helping to map out the road for that other person can actually make a huge difference. And we've certainly seen that happen in our careers. It's definitely true. And uh, I would put in a word here as well as on top of what Glenn's saying that you as the person who is invested in someone who is struggling with this, you're probably going to find you need a higher power as well. One of the the smartest things I've ever heard from someone who was on this journey, a friend of ours who was a longtime recovering addict, said, people talk about rock bottom. There's no such thing as rock bottom in the sense of something bad happens that makes you change your life. There's only when you get tired of it. So part of us helping our friends, our loved ones with, who are caught in addiction is realizing there's nothing we can do to make them be tired of it. That's a decision they have to come to with, with God. And the best we can do is show the patience, show the, set the boundaries, be healthy. But that rests on us knowing that there is a higher power who has our friend, our loved one in his hands and wants good for them. We believe that about our friends. We believe that about you and your friend. And we will see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of the Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it. There is a fountain filled